Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. See website for details. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Somewhere Between. Somewhere Between a TV and Film podcast. We are your hosts. I am Daniel Para. I am Erwin Freho. And I'm really excited to talk about the film we're talking about this week. It is the final entry in the Daniel Craig, James Bond franchise, No Time to Die. I'm going to go ahead and preface by saying we'll do this. If you haven't listened to the first episode, what we did was we'll have a spoiler-free section and a spoiler-filled section. And the way we do this is basically the way friends talk about movies. Think about you're walking out the theater and you want to talk to your friend about what you just saw. You'll get a little off topic, perhaps. But I want to go ahead by asking Erwin, what are your overall thoughts just on the Daniel Craig franchise in general, starting with Casino Royale up to now? Well, I thought with just even the first film <clears throat> that it was just different, which like, especially coming from like a whole franchise where a lot of the movies themselves were kind of like familiar and like the same. And so whenever Daniel Craig came along and that's just him, but like his other directors and writers, like they just brought something like totally different, which made it more just uh, interesting to watch and just like, just to see it grow from like how Daniel Craig took it. I took that role to now is like, something amazing so i'll agree with you actually we went through the first four before we went to go see no time to die and a quick summation of my thoughts are casino royale i think is basically perfect i love that movie a lot me too i love that movie um quantum of solace i actually saw for the first time a few days ago because everyone kept saying no it's horrible don't watch that just ignore it which i was like I'm not going to do that. I'm going to watch it eventually. And I figured... Why? If if the movies themselves uh, (laughs) ignore it, why can't we? Well, they don't, actually, which is what I was surprised by. And I am getting over a cough at the moment. I'm sorry. But Quantum of Solace, I thought it was decent. It's not a James Bond movie. It's a Jason Bourne movie, which I think is the core problem with it. It adopts the more all over the place kind of action rapid cut editing which is sort of reflective of the nature of how James Bond is in that movie but I don't think it translates extremely well because there was a whole problem with the writers guild strike at the time and a lot of the stuff that involved that back in 2007-2008 and it's not reflective of Daniel Craig's series as a whole I thought it had some interesting ideas in it but overall I thought it was kind of passable skyfall oh my god is yet another one of the. it's definitely like arguable when it comes to like between casino and skyfall yeah obviously i, I love casino royale i think oh, i don't know you know i don't know I, I always say i don't know if i love casino royale more or skyfall 
more. Like, I feel like they're definitely on par of like quality, but like I think it's just oh I don't know. So I'm undecided again. I adore Skyfall. I think like Skyfall. I kept saying was my favorite Bond movie for a very long time. I think Casino Royale is perfect, and we're gonna get into the stuff it sets up with Best Berlin and how important that movie uh, gets into this overall arc of everything. But Skyfall does so much so well. It's shot by Roger Deakins, my personal favorite cinematographer. It's beautiful. Daniel Craig is so great in it. And moving on from that movie though. I hold kind of a unpopular opinion on Spectre. I really, really like it. You can go ahead and say what you think of it really quick if you'd like to. Um. Yeah, I mean, I really liked it as well. It, I don't know. I'm trying to remember because it's like, I just remember like some of like, I think this is mostly the, uh, like the villain I mean, a lot of it has to do with the villains, though, when it came to the Don- James Bond movies as well, where it's just, like, if they were entertaining enough and, like, they can, like, carry their own section of that movie, right? And I just remember Spectre being that one aspect where it's just, like, I guess, like, not the hype around it. Like, I don't, like, there's no hype. There wasn't no hype. Like, I had no expectations for it kind of thing. But it was just, like, the appeal of it didn't really, it didn't really get me. And so, like, whenever, like, when it came to that part, I was just more like, oh, okay, like, it was just a villain kind of thing. But yeah. like, other than that, the, like, the movie itself was just, like, great when it came to, like, the action and just, like, Daniel Craig playing that role again. So I really liked it a lot. I personally love Blofeld, but I, I'm also really, I'm versed in some of the older James Bond material. I've seen, I want mm-hmm. to say, over half of them. I can't claim I've seen, I've seen every single one because I have not, but... I've seen enough to have already like known who the character Blofeld was, which of course they do different stuff in Spectre with him. My reservation about Spectre has always been, I've always been curious as to why the reception was the way it was towards that movie when it came out. Because if you look at it, it has 63% on Rotten Tomatoes is passing, that's true, but it's definitely a lot more mixed when you compare say i last time i checked no time to die was at like 85 skyfall is at 90 something um oh wow yeah and quantum of solace is even higher than specter is which i really don't understand and i think it i've always sort of wondered if it was because specter leans so heavily back into the old school james bond stuff it still retains some of daniel craig's more serious and like dark aspects of his newer um portrayal of it but it does throw back to the old kind of roger moore era dave batista plays this uh bad guy who says you know one word the entire time in his character is that he's a big guy and that's it that's very reminiscent of the older james bond movies where the side henchmen don't really necessarily do a whole lot except for fight james bond at some point before they get to the main villain who just talks and explains their evil plan which leading up into no time to die i'll probably explain this before we really get into it i you can come up with the rankings off of the top of your head i would say number one for me is skyfall number two is casino royale number three is specter number four is quantum of solace and no time to die. We'll get into where like that would probably place in a second. 
but what do you think? Um, I mean, I haven't seen Quan Asalis yet, just because of, like what you said as well, where I'm like, uh, how what people said about it. Like, I'm pretty sure I'll eventually I'll watch it just because knowing that it's definitely like less than two hours, then I'm like, okay, it's definitely like I can have time to watch it compared to like literally every other uh, Daniel Craig uh, movie here where they're like they're over two hours, but they don't even feel that way, no, which is don't. like insane. But as of right now, shoot. Like, I don't know, sometimes, like, whenever coming came to this casino and, like, Skyfall, I can always flip them, but most of the time, I feel like I I would watch Casino Royale, like, right away before I would watch Skyfall. So I would probably say Casino and then Skyfall. Hmm. And then I would say uh, Spectre. And then whenever we say for no time to... Right, yeah, which I'm, like, dying to talk about, but... A quick little aside before we get into that. Do you want to talk about the most ideal way to watch Spectre? I want to get into this really quick because we talk about this story all the time. Um, We saw Spectre the Friday it came out. And at the time, Carl's Jr. was doing this promotion for one of the Call of Duty games with a... Yes, they correlate well. (laughs) (laughs) With a burger called the Care Package. And they're like, who's the production studio... Behind Call of Duty? No, not Call of Duty. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. The Daniel Craig movies. Oh, MGM? The, or Sony, MGM, yes. Sony and MGM, yeah. They both uh, planned it together. Oh, no, They're like, definitely. release Call of Duty burgers and we'll release uh, Spectre together. James, James Bond and Call of Duty go very well together. Actually, imagine they had an ad imagine. where it was just like the Carl's Jr., uh, like the Call of Duty thing in it. What would, what would, now I'm curious, what would like the James Bond character would say? James Bond in Fortnite? Actually, did that happen? No. That might have happened. That? <laughs> I don't know. Thanos is in Fortnite. Uh, did you know that? You said Venom? No. Yes, actually. Venom 2. Let yeah. that be carnage. I, Venom 2 was okay. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> and... Basically, what happened is, you know, of course, you're going to be like, yeah, let's go and get these burgers that are super spicy they were awesome by the way carl's jr yes they were yes <laughs> and then that, that was amazing monster. dude their jalapeno poppers are insane now oh my gosh i don't think i've Dang. had it's been the a jalapeno poppers they were yeah, in no, the I burger know. oh okay then i have yes. yeah that's such a good idea oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but naturally we're sitting there in the theater and you're like I remember, I, I don't know if I leaned over to you or if I leaned over to Garrett, but I was definitely like, uh-huh. Garrett is a mutual friend of ours. We're, I was like, Are you, I don't think I'm okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I uh, had a, you know, you sneak stuff into the movie theaters. Don't tell anybody. And what? I had a monster in my pocket, which I don't know how you fit that in there. Obviously, theater employees don't care. They're like, oh my God, that guy's packing. And... It's a monster. <laughs> It's a huge can, man. <laughs> and drank it, and that just doesn't, that's not going to work. And so, you know, your stomach's like sounding like it's boiling, like literally, because it's it just, it's making all these groaning noises. And that movie's two and a half hours long. So, and I, I pride myself in never going to the bathroom during a movie. Yes, me too. I hate, I don't like doing that yeah, at all. Pee beforehand, man. <laughs> 
as much as you yeah can. make sure you go to the restroom if you knew we were going to eat a carl's jr burger make sure you go to the restroom beforehand as well yeah which or, or just wait just, or maybe <laughs> just go after yeah yeah that's true. but but that was a fun experience you like testament to how much we enjoyed that movie that we never got up and we're like felt miserable the whole time but still but honestly like now though it's just i don't think like either one of us would like leave a movie even if it's like really bad because then i feel like i would have to like know why i like i would i hate that movie no I've in never, order to start to like finish i've definitely never walked out of a movie before i the the closest i ever got was either well geostorm i just wanted to go to bed like i wanted to sleep after i saw that but like i was falling asleep in the theater but i didn't and the other one was whichever alvin and the chipmunks movie came out when the force awakens came out i think it was the uh the road chip oh my gosh road chip very prolific i was gonna say i was gonna say it's really cool i just i just like that title so much no that's the second one I know it is, but, like, I just really like Squeakle. All right. Getting into No Time to Die. Um, that, that was an extremely perfect transition. Uh, <laughs> Guys, just ignore Irwin, okay? <laughs> yes, he's just really fascinated with the word Squeakle. Yeah, you, you, you can just repeat it over and over. Well, I talk. Um, I loved this movie so much i everything about it worked for me honestly i was number one i was sitting there and i was like oh my god i'm watching this 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 is coming out <laughs> this is real i'm not just watching this trailer in front of every other movie i watch throughout the year that's so true oh my gosh yeah i those are my like extremely quick thoughts i before i i let erwin speak i daniel craig I love him so much as this character. He is such a phenomenal actor, and watching all of his movies back to act, back to back, I love his character arc. I love the fact that he brings this very specific type of emotion to James Bond, that makes it really a lot weightier, and giving him this added kind of character depth of reluctance and just this general. I, I'll stop talking. I, I loved everything about it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can go ahead. Well, finally, well, here's what I thought. I, I thought it was really good as well. 
I I honestly like I had the same feeling because I I was thinking this um, before I went in I was like dreading it because I think I was mostly dreading because of the fact of like just the time itself. Where I'm like, oh my god, this movie's almost three hours long, right? And I was just like, I guess like, I forgot like that feeling of being in a theater again, just because like I don't know. I get, I'm just trying to get back into the habit of just going back to the theaters again because it's been so long of like seeing like a big movie, especially like like a James Bond movie right. in theaters. And so like the moment like it started, I felt like I was just like in it again. And I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Well, oh, and sorry. Huh? I was going to say, quick question. Before you saw Venom, when, when was the last time you went to a theater? Um, was it... I think it was, it was, I saw Shang-Chi, but like, I guess it's just like, I don't know. Like right now it's been more like those big movies I've been watching. I want to go back into just watching like, you know, those other some other movies as well besides just you know big franchises right yeah of course but okay i guess it's more like uh like a week-to-week basis kind of thing because i used to do that a lot and then like just try and get back into the habit again which i really like but like just with that movie itself though i was just like in it like the moment like it i first watched like it first started i was just like in it and i was like oh my god like like I'm not watching a trailer over and over again, or like ads for it. It's just like I'm actually watching the movie, no, I know. which was insane. But I I miss like Daniel Craig as James Bond. Like I forgot like how much like how much like he, I guess like because like a lot of actors and like they don't really show or like care about the character sometimes, but like you can tell he cares a lot about his this character and like how much like he goes like all the way with uh, James Bond. And then it's also like the side characters as well. I always forget, I always forget like in the movies, like or in like in the this James Bond franchise that I'm like, oh yeah, like all these characters, like the side characters are like amazing as well. So that was like amazing. Um overall though, like I really enjoyed the film. Like the villain, um I like the villain, like probably about like like he's a great actor, but I mean, like, I think that's what, like, definitely, like, made me, like, really, like, enjoy, like, just him uh, whenever he appeared on screen. But, like, just, like, more, whenever we get more in, like, the spoiler aspect of it, though, I'll talk more about it. But overall, though, like, the film itself, like, I, I thought it was, like, great. Like, it was just really good. Right, yeah. No, the moment, I mean, Rami Malek shows up, I, I love him in this. I noticed this kind of habit that happens with the... James Bond, Daniel Craig films in particular, and I think it might be a more of a testament to the actors they get to portray the villains. I always feel like they're not in it a lot, it, but when they are, they are extremely well utilized. Le Chief in Casino Royale, I don't think is introduced until the second half. Same goes for Silva, Javier Bardem in... Mm-hmm. Skyfall, I don't believe he's introduced until the second half of the movie. Same goes for Spectre, which is kind of funny because obviously the James Bond movies, even the Daniel Craig ones that don't want exactly to follow the older ones, they still follow their own kind of formula. But that's totally fine. It's just, it depends on what they do. And a typical habit that these movies like to have is the, they open with this extremely grand chase scene and then the theme of the film plays and then some of the bigger action scenes in the middle 
and then the third act is always kind of really reserved for character on character action sometimes it's bigger sometimes it's smaller but it's always always personal and here the opening in Rome I believe is so beautifully shot this entire movie is beautifully shot I looked up the cinematographer and while I can't remember the name which I feel bad for it is the person who shoots all of Damien Chazelle's movies like La La Land and I want to say Whiplash but it's not Roger Deakins this time who shot Skyfall and I'm blanking on who oh Hoy Van Hoytema I believe uh, did the DP on Spectre his filmography includes like Interstellar and a lot of they, they kind of interchange between Christopher Nolan and Sam Mendes typically work with like the same sort of cinematographers but mm-hmm. here it's that and there's the sequence in I, I, I feel bad because I can't remember where it takes place exactly but it's in this forest and the fog around it is beautiful the idea of the action being kind of covered up and you see it from James Bond's perspective is really smart and really cleverly done and the opening I love uh, we'd both been waiting to listen to Billie Eilish's theme I loved it thought it was so yes great. yes yeah and then I find oh my listened. god it took forever did you did you like it yeah I mean <laughs> okay I guess I don't know what I expected but uh no, like, yes, it was great. Like, the song was amazing. Like, her her voice is amazing. But I don't know what, I just, I just thought it was so, like, I don't know. I guess I guess I, was, I just compare it to, like, other one. I guess I, I, Skyfall is still my favorite one, no matter what, I guess. No, I get that. It's just, so it's, this, uh, it's Adele, you know. But yeah, it's Adele. In terms of themes, though, I think, like, if, I don't want to try and rank everything, but this might be like my second favorite one. Um, but I think a lot of if you're trying to compare, which I don't really want to do yet, my feelings mm-hmm. on this are equivalent to. I'm not gonna try and claim that this is number one or anything, but I do feel about it the way I felt about when I saw Skyfall and Casino Royale. I think it's up there with those three. I think it is just as good as those in terms of how I would kind of try and rank them. It doesn't really matter, does it? It's just sort of like interchangeable. No, yeah. But everything about this, I thought, worked so well. And it it has to do a lot. It has to be Daniel Craig's final movie. It has to, and this is a light spoiler, but it's in the trailer. It has to involve changing 007 to Lashana Lynch's character, which... The way they handle that, I actually think is extremely smart. Oh, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, did, did you enjoy Because there were a lot of things going into this that I, I was sort of curious. I was wondering, how divisive is some of, are some of the choices in this film going to be? What did you think? I mean, I guess um, I totally agree. Because it's just like, I wonder, like how are they going to handle like transitioning from, like, it's like, not, it's not... Bond to Bond, but like another double, like who's going to be the next 007, you know? And they they say that really well, though, like in the entire, like whenever, like the character, uh, what's her name again? Sorry. Uh, Lashana Lynch is the actress. The character's yeah. name, I would need to look up. 
like whenever like she popped up on screen though it's like whenever like they mentioned 007 they did it like handled it well and everything just explaining not just like to one another with the characters but like to the audience as well like establishing like what uh 007 means right yeah which i really liked no that that there's a whole sequence about Mm -hmm. what what do numbers mean in this franchise which is yes kind of a commentary on this series alone but i also thought was just smart in general it's kind of one of those things where james bond's been around long enough that you want to start deconstructing what makes james bond work in the first place it's why when casino royale came out there were a bunch of rules for james bond that were it's kind of insane when you think about it like broccoli the albert r broccoli the production the the people that own james bond you know they have like they had these certain rules for bond at the time that were like oh bond always has to wear a tux bond has to um he can't get dirty which is like the older ones and then casino royale has all these things that are basically like we are throwing that all out the window um he definitely wears a suit at one point in that movie though that's for sure but mm-hmm. he is very violent in these and i think we talked about how Spectre kind of leans more into the old school uh, Bond tropes. This one does that, but I think it does it in a better way. I think it does it better, yeah. I, yeah. I'd say it does it in a better way. Because I did notice also like a few certain scenes where I'm like, that seemed kind of, not cartoonish, but like just like more like the older James Bond right. films. Because I remember seeing scenes and like they're kind of like similar to it. But they do it in a way where it's just like it fits in well with their like with like the movie itself like there's something i really don't want to ruin but there are jokes in this that are kind of one-liners after like you would expect not you would expect it from james bond but you'd also expect it in like a current i don't know some movie that the rock would be in and he'd be like haha yeah i'm the rock but Daniel oh yeah wait where's that from <laughs> the kool-aid man oh my. okay <laughs> they're the same person yeah they're both big did you did you listen to the rocks uh his rap song i I heard some verses yes it was it was okay (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) the only thing he's got for him is just he's famous yeah the rock can be a rapper he said he rhymed the defamation with desecration i think which is like that's 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 big words if the rock took an iq test he'd be like boulder sized intelligence <laughs> but no i if i don't, I don't want to like skip straight to scores yet but uh han zimmer did the score for this speaking of scores which i was oh yeah i saw that too i was like oh nice yeah and he's doing dune which hyped out of my mind for but i hear doom i don't know why i keep hearing doom dune with an n are they remaking doom doom yeah, like the video game starring the rock gosh i hope not i mean i wouldn't mind i don't know how they'll bring it back i mean why would it matter if they connected or not well doom they is... can just they can do the whole suicide squad it or like they can suicide squad it the doom the doom well doom yeah is... just add doom is the... nothing like the game no that's fine um no but i loved Ana de armas in this i think it's not it's not a flaw it's it's really not but she's not in this a lot 
And, oh yeah. But her character is phenomenal in this. I think I, I was. I don't know what they want to do after this. I really do think that they should, you know, let this movie kind of really settle its message in as, as Daniel Craig's final performance as this character, and that they shouldn't really tap back into James Bond for a while, just to really like let it resonate. Oh, yeah, I agree. If they want to bring any of these actors back, I love Lashana Lynch as 007. If they if they would do that, I think I would watch that movie. I, I don't know what they would call it. Maybe I, it wouldn't be James Bond. I'm not really sure what it would be. But if they, what I'm saying is if they want to set it back in this universe and bring back characters like Anna de Armas's, which it felt like they really wanted to. I'm really curious mm-hmm. because they give her a lot of personality for someone who's not in this a lot but i mean i think that's whenever i was like saying like the side characters in these movies are always so like interesting and fascinating you know like they have a story like everyone has like a story to say but like they don't of course like we don't know much about it mm-hmm. but like we just like hear like certain details from it, and you're just like oh what is that what does that mean you know Right. So I really like that. I love Jeffrey Wright's Felix Leiter in this. He's, oh my God, um, yes. He's so great. He's in some of the other ones. He has brief appearances in the other ones, but here he gets a substantial role. And I'm really happy mm-hmm. he does because I was like, I love that character. He can he can join James Bond on his full adventure if, if he wants to. The James Bond movies are so good that I think it makes me wish that British people were real. So Yeah, I never met one, so like, how could it be real? Same goes for Ted Lasso. Like, that's, everything's fictional in the UK. Well, no, Ted's real. Have you seen his voice? Well, he's from... I've seen his voice, oh my god. Have you heard his voice? You can't see voices. <laughs> um... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't know. Everything's set in Harry Potter land. But <laughs> it's all fictional over there. There's spies. I was making a third one of Fantastic Beasts, right? <laughs> a third Harry Potter? I hope so. No, I said Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> they are making a third Fantastic Beast, and... I don't know how that'll turn out. I still haven't seen the second one. It was okay. Moving back on to this, though, I. Yeah, I, I can't say any more. That I, I don't personally have anything negative to say about it, do you? Um. 
I don't really have anything like negative, I would say, but like my only thing was just like the villain itself. But I guess like I don't want to like I feel like I have to get into spoilers in order for me to like explain why I didn't like the villain as much. Okay, we'll, we'll get. Or, like, I wasn't like I was, yeah like I wasn't like into it a lot, but okay. other than that though, I really thought the like movie itself was like really good though. Yeah, we'll get into it in a second. I loved the villain in this quite a bit. I think Roman Mullock's... Oh, really? Yes, really. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, to get into that, I get compared to the, that actor a lot, Roman Mullock. Yes. Uh, yeah, I do. Honestly, whenever he appeared on screen, I was just like, damn, he just looks like Daniel. <laughs> My face looks That's exactly incredible. like him in it's this movie. Crazy. My face is it's so just burned. A, it's just the <laughs> face structure is insane. And I, then I don't know. I don't remember how your hair is right now. Why are you talking? But like, this. you had your hair at that one point, right? I think I kind of do right now because I haven't gotten a haircut in a yeah. while. Which I was just like, "That's insane!" Like, like your skin. You both of your skins are like the exact same. Like even in the movie, you know how he has like a bunch of like scars. That's what I was saying. I was like, "My skin is so burned right now. You have no idea." <laughs> I have been near so much fire. Really getting into my final thoughts, though, I want Erwin to give his score first. We are going out of five now at the moment. Erwin, if you were to give this out of five, what would you give it? I would give it a four. A four out of five. Okay. I really, really want to give this a five out of five so much so that I, I think I just will but because I was kind of like oh I'm a little reserved about it I might give it four and a half out of five before we really wrap it up just so I can like think about it some more because I was like do I consider my this my favorite one I'm not really sure yet because Spectre came out six years ago believe it or not and wow I know, it was ridiculous. When I was looking at that the other day and I texted you, I was like, this came out six years ago. And God. I, I was like, well, Skyfall, I've obviously been able to think about for a really long time. It's nearly a decade old. Casino Royale's even older. And Daniel Craig's been this character for 15 years. So I... Are these movies like released spaciously or just like... I think this one, well, this one was done for a year and a half. But yes. I think they really take their time with them which i don't mind i always wondered why why no why that these movies have always been considered a more prestigious kind of blockbuster when i went to go see this the crowd for it was much older than when i saw venom it was a lot of people that were in their 60s and 70s it looked like same goes for whenever i saw skyfall and specter it was the exact same way and they're probably dead the people who saw skyfall yeah. Well, if they are, rest in peace. I hope they get to see No Time to Die somehow. Clearly, they did not have time. <laughs> they, they had all the time. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> they had all the time to die. <laughs> yes, we got to make that joke now. <laughs> I heard that joke uh, so much. Um, I love that joke. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I'm going to I'm just, this is my first one I'm giving on here, I'm going to definitively give this a five out of five. Ooh. I'm sorry. Dude, who? Oh. Who said that? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. That was I don't know. That was the, the other person in the room. Um, thank you so much for listening. Before we get into the spoiler section, I want to go ahead and say goodbye. If you haven't seen this yet, 
And if you'd like to listen to us talk about spoilers, come back around to this. Uh, thank you again so much for listening. I am Daniel Para. You can go ahead and follow me at Para323Para on Twitter. Give us a shout out. Let us know what you think. What did you think of No Time to Die? And Erwin, you can go ahead and say your piece. About what? Oh, oh No Time to Die? We about, just had a whole discussion about it. No, about your... Oh. <laughs> um, my Twitter handle is Erwin underscore Trejo, right? Because I, I think Daniel knows my username on Twitter better oh. than I do. That is Erwin Trejo, and his username is <laughs> at Erwin underscore Trejo. <laughs> Go ahead and follow him and don't tell him what you think of No Time to Die. He doesn't deserve Don't tell me. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> he doesn't want I, I've seen the movie. I don't need to see your, I don't even know your opinion about it. I've seen the movie. <laughs> it's all right. If you have anything even a little bit different in terms of opinion on Erwin, you're wrong. Uh, let's not do this. <laughs> I, I don't like to argue. <laughs> you're arguing? You're not arguing with anybody right now. <laughs> but getting into spoilers, um, this is your final warning. James Bond dies. Uh, oh, oh, dang it. <laughs> I wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can go ahead if you want to. James Bond dies. Han Solo dies, guys. <laughs> I wanted to say this earlier, man. I cried, like, pretty hard. I cried Dude, hard. Dude, I, I, that was, that was rough. <laughs> like, because I, I feel like if you're going to oh say, God. oh, I cried, then you're going to be like, oh, Mr. Bond man dies then, huh? Mr. Jimothy. Yeah. Yeah. Jimothy. <laughs> Jimothy Bondsman. Um. <sighs> uh, Wait, 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 wait. I have, I have something to say. Yeah. The fact that you just, we mentioned about Jimothy, right? Do you think, like, parents, like, parents name their kid, like, what is it, like, Jim, right? They don't go to just say Jimothy. No. Well, Jim is short for James. Okay. But, like, I'm saying, like, is what it? do parents, like, name their, like, kid, like, Tim? Yeah, like, Tim. And not Timothy. Yeah. Right? Or if you're Timothy Chalamet, your parents name you Timothy. Timothy. It's like, yeah, I want my kid to be pretentious. So they <laughs> shall be. I don't even know how to pronounce his name again. Well, if you're, Chalamet. If you're French, then you're already pretentious. Those two go hand in hand. <laughs> oh, I also didn't know he was going to play Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw the first <laughs> look today. He, I'm, I'm not like. Well, the only reason why I'm kind of any sort of looking forward to that movie is because the person who directs the Paddington movies directed is directing it oh wow was like okay i think that'll that 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 makes sense maybe maybe it'll be something maybe i just don't see him like having that like i don't know we'll see though because i don't think i've ever seen like chalamet like in that type of character i love him in little women and Mm -hmm. that's about it so far i'm i've heard he's incredible in dune i haven't seen it yet myself i'm very excited Mm -hmm. about it but we'll see how he is in that because that's his first major major blockbuster that he's going to be in and uh you saw beautiful boy i didn't i've heard he's really good in it oh yeah yeah i mean i think regardless he's a great actor and that's what carried like that movie just the actors themselves for sure yeah which is what i've heard about it i still will Mm -hmm. watch it at some point but i do wonder if willy wonka will become the joker or not by the end of it how, how would that work? He's like... I don't get the joke. Because it's an origin story. And I think it's called Wonka. <laughs> like, it's just called Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> or, I, I, I wish I thought it was called chocolate. Or like, they say it like that. Chocolate. 
like the movie Chocolat. Chocolat. <laughs> Coming this summer. <laughs> Wonka. <laughs> Were Ben Stiller direct your trailers? <laughs> ben Stiller? Or his actor or whatever he played in uh, Tro- Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Yeah, I was like, oh, when Ben Stiller directs your movie? I don't know. Like, he directs movies? He does, yeah, but like, what does that mean? What is Ben Stiller's style? I don't know. If you haven't seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, though, do. It's really good. Yeah, I, 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 I want think to. so. Yeah. He's like. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's go back to No Time to Die. Okay. Because I. <laughs> what did you okay, want to say? Well, yeah, like you had a thought. Okay, James Bond dies. <laughs> yeah, okay. I cried. <laughs> No, I did too. I uh, actually I cried even before that. I didn't want to say, but like Felix Leiter dies in this, and I was really sad. And I didn't cry. Uh, I think I had because I, <laughs> since I, since, yeah, <laughs> jokes on you, man. I didn't. <laughs> I'm a man now. <laughs> you cried for some guy named Felix. You fucking idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I think the reason why I had is because I I watched all of them back to back like two days before. So I was just like I was fully connected to just everything that was happening. So the the opening whenever um Leia Sadu's character Leia Sadu, Leia Sadu, Madeline Swan is like, "Oh, I want you to forgive." I mean, if she seduced me, then I wouldn't hesitate. When Leia Sadu's character Madison Okay. <laughs> Madeline Swan uh, tells him to visit Vesperlin's grave. I, I was like, honestly, I can't get enough of that specific thing still haunting Daniel Craig's James Bond. Uh, yes, I really like that. I think it's just because like it's really his, it's his motivating arc. And I think something that's so smart is in that movie, she betrays him. And it just affects his trust entirely for the rest of the franchise, which is brilliant, I think, just because... When you're first introduced to Daniel Craig's James Bond, he's kind of reckless. Well, he's extremely reckless. That's the point of Casino Royale. And by the time he gets to No Time to Die, the opening where he's like, I don't trust Madeline Swan," And he kind of, he thinks that she betrays him and he lets her go. And then you sort of learn on later on in the movie that that's not what happened at all. I thought was a really smart choice of really reflective just of this character as a whole. And then the stuff with his kid, I thought was also really interesting because that's not something that they've ever done with James Bond, you know, like him having a child, which all the stuff with him and Rami or his child and Rami Malek, I found really interesting and the conversation they have, because it's kind of funny how internalized a lot of James Bond tropes are just to movies in general, because James Bond's like you always hear a critique in movies it's like oh that person acts like they were just a james bond villain but it always mm-hmm. works within the context of james bond to me and which is why i'm curious what didn't work for you with the villain so much i think this is just like i didn't see i guess with the other villains when it came to like uh to james bond i can see more of a connection to like bond himself right and so with this villain, it was more connected to Madeline Swan, right. I would say. Which I mean, there's nothing wrong. Like, like I just like understand so because like Madeline Swan and like James Bond were like like together and everything. 
And so, like, I can understand why James Bond needed to, to defeat uh, Rami Malek's character. But I guess, like, I just didn't find him very... I guess, like, I just didn't find him... I didn't... I, I don't know how to say it. Like, I guess like, I just didn't find his, like, character to be so villainous, I guess? I feel like... I, I, it sounds like I want it to be cartoonish, but I don't. Yeah. Like, it's just more like... I guess he didn't really... I, I didn't feel like he, like, the villain himself was affecting Bond more to say, like, affecting Swan. Yeah. Right? I... And so, like, that's where I just didn't, like, connect very well with that. And so I was just like, eh, like... I feel like it's just a character, like, a villain that could be, like, any villain, you know? But, of course, it's, like, connected to, like, Swan's past and everything. And how it still haunts her. So, I really like Blowfield um, in this movie, though. When they brought him back, just oh, like that. Like, I liked him more for some reason. I just liked him more. Christoph Waltz and, honestly, a lot of every single person who's in these movies, they're all such <laughs> captivating actors. Ray Fiennes is great in this. It, it's funny because characters like that in other movies, the kind of like, <clears throat> oh, I'm the person behind the desk in charge of you. You, you, you. Usually the scenes with them, you're kind of like, okay, we can move past this. But yeah. when you have an actor like Ray Fiennes, I think he can make any material like that just so interesting just because he's such a great actor. And I found... Oh, Naomi Harris, though, whenever I saw her again, I was like, oh, yes, he's in these. And I'm like, yeah. like my last song, but before that, though, I was just like, oh, yeah, she was in Venom too. And so I was just like, that's just like such a weird like transition. No, I know. I, a mutual friend of ours, his name is Aaron. He, uh, before we saw this, the only one he'd seen is we were watching Spectre right before we went to go see this, which really greatly benefited uh, just because it really picks up kind of a couple minutes after Spectre, I believe. And, or honestly, like a week after or something. And then it does the five-year time gap thing. But Classic. No, I know. I was like, Avengers. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> All I'm thinking about is Endgame. No, person who's only seen Avengers. Getting a lot of Avengers <laughs> vibes from this. <laughs> I mean... They're about the same runtime. No Time to Die is so much like Boss Baby. Wait, was it after credit scene? <laughs> no. Okay, that would make sense. No, I really, really I hope there wouldn't be either. <laughs> like, it, it's I mean, like, I it a little bit, but then I was just like, that doesn't make sense. Why would there be an after credit scene? James Bond is just like, haha, joke's on you. I didn't die somehow, even though I literally saw that missile land right in front of him. Oh my god, the final scene, like with (sighs) Daniel Craig, where he smiles, I thought I found so poetic. That's when I was. Oh my god, yes. I thought it was beautiful, and then he, it was so great. And then he says, "I know," and then he dies. (laughs) It's like, yes, that's amazing. And then there was this other (sighs) lady that was full on sobbing, like she was like crying so hard in the theater, and I, I was just like, you know, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just so cool with the tears streaming down silently on my face. <laughs> but going back to it, our friend had only seen Spectre and he said it was pretty good and walking into it he was like I just don't know if the kind of James Bond like goofy cheesiness is for me he was like I did like it though and then watching coming out of No Time to Die he was like I don't know what the quality of the other ones are uh, compared to this one, No Time to Die, he was like, but this one was so much better than Spectre, is what he said. And I was like, well, I love Spectre, I agree with you, it is a lot better than that movie is. And I was like, no hate on that movie, because I, I still really enjoy it. 
and I, I find a lot of things to like about it and I still don't fully understand the reception that's as negative as it is towards it but this one is just completely on another level for me at least no yeah I totally agree I mean I feel like it definitely has like those moments like we talked about where I try to go like a little bit car- not like you know I guess like cartoonish in a sense right and it's like the old ones I'm trying to remember which scenes there's a there's a scene where uh, I think I, I know because like I, I kind of it's early on whenever they are jumping out of a elevator shaft, I believe, and the magnets stop them like mid gravity <laughs> or a, another sequence is this one that's like beautifully done in terms of action sequencing is when he's going up this staircase in the third act. But yes. there's this character that has this, like, robot eyeball, which is very, you know... Oh, yeah, that's probably one, too. Cool. And then he blows it up, and there's this line... I, I thought it was so funny, where... Yeah, I laughed. Yeah, the... He's, no one else laughed. What does he say? He's get... like, oh, it really blew his mind. You're like... Yeah, it really uh, blew his mind. Like, high, nice. high five, James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did a kickflip. <laughs> with his skateboard. He did a what? <laughs> he did a kickflip. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> no, that's Inspector. They do a barrel roll in that movie. Um, with a helicopter. I was like, I like this one. But, yeah, I loved Rami Malek in this. He was much more, you know, traditional James Bond villain in terms of... I actually really liked his connection to Madeline Swan just because I think that these movies have this element of romance that a lot of blockbusters just in general and even the older james bond movies do and some of them some of them they give him a love interest other times they're kind of just like you know bond girl like i thought they were going to do that with anna de armas in this but they didn't which i thought was really smart they just gave her an extremely well done action scene and yeah it was really good i like on de armas I do too. That, that's why I was like, she's in one scene and it's about like 10 minutes long and I wish she were in it more. But like, it's one of those things where you, you start to think about it and you're like, it's a testament to how good an actor is when they're barely in something and you're like, they were great in that. No, yes, I agree. I'm trying to think, um, what else? I really like, um, I don't know how to pronounce actress's name, but like Violent Swan. Just in this movie. Yes. I feel like I liked her. I think okay, I liked her a lot in Spectre, yes. But, like, this one for sure. Just, like, I don't know, like, just showcase, like, more of, like, her, like, relationship with Bond, you know? Yeah. And just, like, and I really, like, I love that, that, that dynamic. And, like, whenever they first met again and, like, after, like, years later, like, he felt, I felt like I oh, felt that, that tension. That, scene, that was, like, yes. oh, man. No, I, I do think that they have this really tangible relationship with each other that feels mm-hmm. like, yes, I buy that completely. I totally believe that these two characters are in love with each other and that James Bond, which is why I said I love the opening so much when he decides to, he's like, no, you betrayed me. And then, you know, five years pass and they see each other again. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It, it really feels like this movie is... I, th- I find that this movie benefits from its runtime. I don't think it's overlong. I, no, I, not at all. 
I did not feel like it was like I did not feel that runtime. Even with like that's the thing is like even like how much like I didn't really like like I didn't really like the whole like villain as like parts of the movie. Like even then it was just like still like interesting to watch and just like Rami Malek still like he's such a great actor. Yeah. So like whenever he did play like whenever he whenever he did like show up in the like his scenes and everything, I was just like I was still like I was still watching it. I was still interested. So like I never felt like that runtime at all. I went by fast. No, and I uh it's nearly three hours it essentially is three Mm -hmm. hours if you go there with the trailers and everything you'll be in there for a little over three hours and the only time you can really tell is whenever you get up and you're like oh yep my legs hurt (laughs) (laughs) but no other than that i pretty much that that sums up about all my thoughts on it i want to see it again really bad and yeah i want to see that movie again it is, I want to see Spectre again. I think you should. Yeah. Like, benefiting from watching all of them pretty much in a row right before really, yeah. really helps. I Obviously, you should be able to, you know, judge a, move, judge a movie on its own merits. And even if I hadn't remembered what happened in Spectre, although I had, mm-hmm. I still think that this would have been great. It's a phenomenal send-off for Daniel Craig. I think that if there were any other way to do this there's really not this is basically the perfect movie to send him off on it's a really it's a real high note i think yeah no i agree especially at the end though whenever um swan's talking to like their daughter yes yeah and that one was good it's one of those types of i think a real credit to movies that work really well is whenever you think about whatever these <laughs> characters wait saying. sorry sorry it just i don't know i just saw that scene remember that one thing you sent me i think it was today yeah it was today where you're writing your english essay and at the end of it you go uh, it was a dream <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i'm thinking about that right now but that one scene with um let me tell you a story about james bond oh yeah <laughs> and it just ends <laughs> she's just like so, the opening of Casino Royale is, is, in, is in black and white for artistic reasons, right? Get out. <laughs> Get out of my car. Get out of my car right now. <laughs> but, yeah, no, overall, I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of the year so far. I really just liked everything about it i don't have anything negative to say you can go ahead and give your final thoughts now if you'd like no i really thought that like this movie itself like it was a great way to like send off like daniel craig as like uh james bond oh i also forgot to mention like the whole 007 thing i really liked as well where like they kept mentioning that part right where it's just like it's not she's james bond like she like james bond isn't like James Bond and 007 don't, like, correlate, you know? Like, of course, like, we think that way, but, like, the movie itself, like, I felt like it had, like, a good, like, way of, like, defining of, like, 007 can literally be anybody. No, I I liked that. Yeah, and then, like, how James Bond is just his own character. I think what made that work is the fact that Lashana Lynch's character and Daniel Craig as James Bond Mm-hmm. already had a really great chemistry with each other within the movie yes. that it really kind of earns 
making that choice. Yes. And making that choice anyway is kind of daring. Like, I, I know that the fan base for this probably isn't as rabid as, say, Star Wars or anything. Not to bring that up, like, literally every single time we ever do this. But Star Wars. Whenever this first, whenever Daniel Craig was first introduced, everyone had a problem with it. And the one of the reasons they had a problem with it is, oh, he's too blonde. Oh, he has, his eyes are too blue, which is, you know, insane. That's an, <laughs> it, that's an insane. Was it because it was like also like his height, his, like his, the way you look. I mean, yeah, okay, I mean, yeah, but like his body type is like everything. No, it's. Everyone's it's, so like. It's literally I don't know. Although, by the way, for his age, he's still jacked. There's a scene. Yes. Oh my God. I was waiting for it too. I was just like, is he gonna, are they going to show him short lists? I was like, I want to see it. I just want to know. Yeah. I forgot. I, I always forget that like, he's old though. Like, I always think like he's in his like, either like early 40s, if anything, right? But no, he's in his 50s. Oh, is he really? I just knew that he yeah. was older. I knew he was up there in age. I always assume he's 40. Like he's 40 something. Yes. It makes me wonder. He must have been like in his thirties in Casino Royale. Yeah, probably. Probably his late thirties. Well, that's how, that's how time works, right? If he's like thirty something and fifteen years go by, obviously you're gonna get older. Hi, I'm Daniel, and I'm a math major now. I am. I am such a math major. You should listen to me talk about <laughs> AP. Calculus. Listen to me. Listen to me, and uh, and we're gonna talk about how to add right now. If I were in charge of how math worked, the world would be solved. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, what? The world. If you add hunger. And food together. <laughs> well, you know what? There's no time. You just have hunger. <laughs> just, just eat. Just eat food. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> just go to a grocery store, buy the food that you earned <laughs> your money with. <laughs> you know what? If you want to steal too, though, that's fine. Grocery stores. Make There's also a class you can take called ethics. So I don't know. Ethics. I said ethics. <laughs> all right that overall is... my thought is just i thought this movie was great it was a great like movie with uh sending uh daniel craig as james bond so i completely agree with you thank you guys so much for joining us on the next episode we'll be talking about halloween kills a movie i'm personally really excited for i'm a huge fan of the halloween series i love Jamie Lee Curtis, and I was a big fan of the 2018 movie. Me as well. I love that movie. And we are going to wrap this up again by saying I am Daniel Para. You can follow me at Para323Para on Twitter. Let us know what you thought about No Time to Die or not. Erwin doesn't want to hear it, or maybe he does. Might have changed his mind by now. And Erwin, you can go ahead and give your final say. Um, my name is Erwin, and my username is Erwin underscore Trejo. That is right. That's it. Yeah. Okay, I'm probably have to write that down and like put it somewhere so okay. that way I know. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Bye. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.